0: This is here, bringing you another episode of ReFramed by us at Mustard. ReFramed is a content series in which we, an Africa-focused venture agency, explore topics with interesting guests from around the world with the intent of reframing our current thinking about ventures, brands, and Africa. We drop a new episode every Wednesday, which we would love for you to follow on Spotify, Apple, or your podcast player of choice furthermore if you resonate with our podcast please do give us a five-star rating and review and share it with others who you think might share your thoughts doing this will help us grow and work towards our broader mission at mustard which is to build better brands and better perceptions for africa but now i'll leave you with today's episode um bro it has been a while um been a what? Last time, generally, the last time we spoke, the last time we spoke when you were found in Oya, that was twenty twenty one. Yes, the last yeah. time we spoke, and yeah. and before that was a while because obviously the pandemic had happened before that. But we like uh, there was a period where we used to speak. I won't say every week, but we used to speak like fortnightly, something. Yeah, that yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, in twenty nineteen, when I was trying to figure out what to do with the alternative circle, exactly. Um. Yeah, that's the last time, and we'd have these long, forty-minute, sixty-minute calls. Yes, yes, uh, yeah. About and, and you, and you yeah, came to yeah, London.
0: Yeah, you yeah. came to the office. That was yeah. That that was a, that was a different type. But but no, I, I always love to start um, in terms of how we know each other. And as you said, like I had to look back. I looked back. It was actually Feb 2019 when we yeah. were kind of introduced and and met you were running your previous start- startup as you said, alternative circle and. I remember we were introduced, we had the first call we had because um, we were we were talking about narratives then and essentially, you know, we weren't in our current model of building ventures. We were, we were trying to, you know, essentially build narratives. And I remember there's actually this thing you said, and I actually use it with, with, with I'm not saying training staff, but when I speak to other guys in my team, I, 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 especially guys who've come from a very professional services background, um, in essence... I say when we're selling things or when we're, you know, whether we want to use it or sell, et cetera, I, I use you an example because I always say that we, the way I like to sell is not to force somebody or convince somebody that they want what I want. It's actually to find if that person resonates strongly with what we're doing. And then if they resonate strongly, then after you found the kin and obviously we're going to work together. And I remember you saying something yes. like, because you were speaking about Nike and various other things like that, and you know, I think you've got an f- appreciation for brands. And you said something like this. I'm trying to remember. I'll paraphrase. It's like you had been looking. I'm going to mess this up, but it's like I'd been looking for. Oh, I've been looking for a wife or something, and then now I can't. Something along those lines. And now you basically found. So it was like, it was like we were both thinking the same things, looking for each other. And then after we found yeah. each other, and it wasn't like, oh, we found each other. Oh, yeah, no, no. it's like we had the same, a lot of the same thinking, a lot of the same thoughts about Africa, a lot of the same thoughts about brands, and we just, yeah, kind of, kind of, really merged to some degree, at least merged minds at that point. So that that was, I, I don't know if you remember that conversation.
1: I do, I do. It was a very interesting conversation because. Um, at the time, the, what I was really struggling with, which I then figured out much later, that I didn't have a purpose, mm. right? And so, I was really struggling with identity for the business. Like, who are mm. we? What are we about? Mm. And I sort of had this, I was already gravitating to where my purpose is now. And so, had an idea of what I was looking mm. for. And a lot of what we discussed is what resonated with me and with you and it was kind of nice meeting another fellow African, seeing Africa, and building brands the way we work. Because I, I think we had I had just gotten there.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it was just I think we just met at the right time in that respect, and that's why it was yeah, like yeah. like high residence and stuff. But um, but since then, obviously you're not doing something in that space anymore. That was definitely in London, and otherwise you're in a different space. And we will speak a bit about Oye, um, Oye. but it's like there's a lot of things and we're going to dig into the concepts really today because i have i personally have a lot of questions about kenya right and you know you know everyone says when they talk about african tech you know back in the day like 10, 15 or so years ago, when, when somebody would be at a conference, and they wanted to get an instant clap from the people in this kind of Africa investment conference, all they had to say was pretty much this soundbite, right? Hey, we have to remember, when we talk about Africa, Africa's 54 different countries, right? And then some people go like, yeah, mm. but like, I think when you look at, for me, when I look at Kenya, and I look at Nigeria, right? I, I, I think and I'm not just saying Kenya, and Nigeria, I think, definitely yeah there's different cultures everywhere there is you know that th- there's definitely similarities but there's lots of things around Kenya um because Kenya is very important to the ecosystem but there are things going on that I would love to ask you about and we're, and we're going to dig into that and you're like the right person to ask but I would say before that tell us just so so we have context and obviously have context. listen to this tell us kind of like give us an overview of of should I say I think it's great to give an overview of alternative circle as well, but but and also importantly, how that's transitioned to like what you're doing now in, in, in Oye, because Oye is super, super important as well. Give us an overview of that and before we dig in.
1: So actually, it's very interesting. I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. So let's start there. I was 16 years old. I remember I was 12 years old, read um, uh, the Entrepreneur Magazine. Um, on the cover was Warren Buffett. I read about this guy, never heard of him. And I was like, this is who I want to be when I grow mm-hmm. up. So from then um, till I finished high school, I was consuming as much data on business and investing as I could. Um, I finished high school. I started working and I'm very fortunate. I started working in the financial services sector at a stock brokerage firm. Um, a year later, I started working for an investment firm. In Kenya, we have these things called Chamaz, which is Um, We're 20 buddies, we put some money aside, um, and we invest that money together. These guys had grown to the point they could hire someone. Um, So I was working for something like that. And then I started my own business off an investment deck I had seen, uh, and I thought this would be the future. I went to the guy, asked him, can I work with you guys said I can't afford you. And so I said, maybe I try start this thing on my own with his blessing, Mm -hmm. right? And now we're very good buddies um so that business was a lending business so run a lending business for 5 years and as my journey was happening something interesting in kenya was happening which was we had just gotten a new president from a 24 year rule the guy who came in and now was liberalizing markets and sort of taking us to the 21st century and so the job that i got at the brokerage firm the only reason I got it was because I knew how to use a computer because they had just digitized the stock exchange, right? And then when now fast forward to lending. um, The only reason we were able to start the type of lending business that was happening was a lot of digitization around um, the title deeds of cars. Um, There was this new thing called a PESA, so you could sort of send money to people. And somewhere in there when I was building the lending business, digital lending um became a thing and just and just just
0: tell this is this would be what 08 09 like like what kind of times are we talking about so this is 2011 2012
1: okay Okay. i finished high school in 2005 so the job i get is in 06 the new president came in in 02 Mm. and pesa was launched in 07 right so you see all these different things are happening Um, so 2020, 20, 2014, 2015, I've been running this lending business pretty well. And then I get an SMS that says, download this app and you get a loan of up to 50,000 shillings. And I'm like, no way, mm. this is not possible, right? I know the KYC regulations. Mm. I know the credit scoring methodologies, and I'm like, even just to disburse. How has M-Pesa given you that ability? Because in those days you couldn't, you couldn't do that. You had to sort of um write to them and then go through this odd, you know, very difficult process to get the API. Yeah. Now it's an API that sits on a on a website that's globally available to everyone, mm-hmm. right? Um, anyway, so alternative circle was basically that. I had built this competence around lending, mm-hmm. and I could see the potential for scale on the digital platforms, because if you figure out KYC, you could figure out credit scoring and disbursement. It didn't matter if my customer was a thousand kilometers away mm. or next door, they were both potentially my customers. Yeah. Now the nuance here was that it was the first time I was building a digital business mm. because I'm not a tech guy. I'm I'm, I'm an entrepreneur I I'm, and I'm a lender. I'm an, an investor even, I'm probably even a better investor than a lender um and so that was the sort of what alternative circle was it was just we wanted to build a scalable digital lending business now because i was in the game then i was the first one of the top first guys who was kenyan black mm. who was building this type of business and so we got a lot of positive coverage okay. Um, so it was put in the newspapers. Anytime there was an industry meeting, um, you know, they always needed a local guy. So a couple of us would be called. And and, and that's actually how I even ended up being the chairman of the industry today, mm. mm. It is so weird. It's <laughs> real sometimes. <laughs> um, and so Alternative Circle failed. I um, understand very well why it failed. Um, I think we made three main mistakes. There were many mistakes that were made, but there were three that were the main ones. The first was we didn't have a purpose. The, the objective mm. was money-making, mm. right? So we were not solving a problem. We weren't focused on a core demographic. Um, it wasn't aligned to our objectives. The only objective is this thing's going to yeah, make me a billion okay, dollars. Okay, fine. <laughs> right and 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 i don't care who buys it just 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 buy it just 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 yeah exactly the second mistake i made was how i hired
0: okay um they tend to be big um, they can be big mistakes those ones
1: yeah so it it wasn't the employees that were the problem Mm. per se it was the type of team i was building Right, I was copying what the banks do, what the sort of incumbents do by having a head of marketing, yeah. a head of risk. Right, what when I really just needed a bunch of scrappy 100%. guys to use the resources we have mm-hmm. to make money and make money that covers costs, yeah. so that we grow together. Yeah. Yeah. Right, and so um, I we didn't have we didn't we didn't have that. Um, and then it was too vanilla. Our product was vanilla. We were a single product business. It was vanilla. The guy who, I mean, we spent maybe $700,000 developing it in 2016. By 2020, any average Joe could do it with $20,000. Mm-hmm. So it was like, what competitive advantage had we built for ourselves? And, you know um, it was too vulnerable. Mm. And you know, that tends to happen when you have a pub, lack of correct, purpose, correct, because you're trying correct. to, in your mind, trying to capture as yeah, many, yeah, right? yeah. Because you want to get rich quick. Yes. yes um, yeah. And
0: that's, I, 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 so, I just, but, sorry, let me just speak into that. Cause I think that's really, I think that's really insightful. I think many people, um, you know, at least the conversations I have, many people would cite the hiring issue. Um, not a lot of people would cite the, and some people, from what you said, they would cite the fact that technology changed changed so quickly that now you know, you know, beforehand there was a barrier of hundreds of thousands you needed, and it just, and we spent that right, and therefore we had the run rate and cash flow because of that, right, and cash flow because of that, and then all of a sudden somebody can now come and you said twenty k, fifteen k, ten k, and it's done, right, and 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 down to that. But I think very few people. Would say that purpose part, and I think you know, uh, 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 and and sorry, I just I want you to go. I do want you to go, but I just want to throw that part in because I think that, um, you know, the the real moat that you build for yourself is is a moat of an identity and relationships, right? Um, you know, the, if you're, it's all about, you know. It, it's about relevance in the end of the day. Like, who are you, right? Right. I resonate with Kevin because of who he is, not because of what he does. He could be poor tomorrow. He could be rich tomorrow, right? And I think that's in reality what what we forget is the product shifts and changes because technology moves quickly, right? You know, um, um, there's no company that was alive. 20 years ago and it's alive today that has exactly the same product right they may be in the same space product. but it's changed it but yes. but what they need to do is get the relationships right and that's where your narratives your purpose actually comes in because that's the real moat right as opposed to anything else so yes. i really love that you that you spoke about purpose one of the, one of the things that that, that failed. i love that sorry sorry to interrupt
1: no but it's true mm. i mean it's, it's, a, it's that's a genuine Thing that I experienced and and identified as a problem, mm. we didn't have a purpose. Mm. Therefore, we were basically trying to capture and trying. The, the objective was money. Yeah, yeah, right. And 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 that just you're not building trust. You don't have a core demographic. Mm. What are you about today? You could be an SMS. Tomorrow you could be this. Yeah. You could be that.
0: Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, exactly. But but so so you learned those things, right? And then we connected, and we were actually moving. You know, uh, th- th- this this particular one is not necessarily about mustard, but obviously, you know, I reached out to you, and said, "Hey, we're building this investment vehicle," and da 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 da, and you're one of the guys. I actually there was a few people, some of the people we we're building ventures with, that I said, I, I actually built like our new investment vehicle and what we're doing with mustard around certain people you're one of them right because essentially i was like we can't keep building for high net worth individuals who don't want to run the company um necessarily we need to build with these these individuals who themselves really believe in the same things that we believe in are passionate about the same things we're passionate about those are guys so let's build a vehicle so we can build with them right now obviously you know we caught each other at the wrong time, or I caught you at the wrong time. You had already really started Oyé. So, so tell us how how all of those you know thoughts and thinkings um, from alternative circle led into what you're doing in Oyé, and 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 give us give us an overview of Oyé um, um, as well.
1: So, March 2013, twenty twenty, the president comes on TV and says, uh, "Covid's coming, guys. Um, we're gonna lock down. Mm. We don't know what this thing is." um you could die Mm. basically right
0: (laughs) yeah and then he goes and good night and that's it is that
1: okay (laughs) so as as government one of the key measures they take in are um that ability to cushion kenyans and so because we were digital lenders our interest rates were slightly higher than the average and so they did a couple of things that basically made our businesses unattractive anymore so all our investors who had already you know already on the end of the at the end of the candle by because Mm -hmm. we were really struggling to find us who we were yeah um, and we weren't profitable yet were like look guys we don't have an issue with you guys. We like your team. We like, you know, the energy. But, like, this is a business venture. With what's going on, we don't doesn't look like it's making any sense. And the other reality was even they were worried because of the uncertainty, yeah. right? So the best strategy for them was going to hold as much cash internally as they ride the wave because no one knew what this COVID thing meant. Yeah. So... Um, I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, smack, this is this is done. So the first three months in that quarter, what I did was I just accepted my reality and I started solving for all the stakeholders that needed to be managed. Mm. What that meant is we owed money, we had suppliers, we had rent, we had what and that, employees. So letting go of everyone as fairly as you yeah. can, because we had also no cash. Yeah. Um, and then managing all the other stakeholders in a more realistic way. I saw it as an opportunity as well, because the truth of the matter was because COVID now had hit, a lot of of the stakeholders would be more lenient, and they Mm. were. And so I used used that card to just ensure that I get as much breathing room for the next sort of year or so Um, particularly for the loans that I had personally guaranteed because technically I'd now lost my whole business, which, you know, had been capitalized by about 120 million shillings. It's about a million million one dollars at the Mm. time. Right. Okay. So June, I'm sitting with my girlfriend who we um, are now, we're now married. We were going to get Mm. married uh, as part of the plan. And I tell her, look, I, I don't have an income. Um, I need to figure myself out and I need time. She tells me, I'll give you basically I tell her, look, I need until December.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right?
1: It's it's July yeah. one. I need I need to figure out. So I started reflecting. I actually have my books here in my office. And I just started writing down, you know, um, how I was feeling. Um And everything about the business, you know, sort of. And the good thing with me, based off my experience, is I document actually everything. I I once got fired. The one time I got into trouble was because of not documenting things properly. So what that ended up making me is very good documenting. And and one of the ways I did that was also having academics come to study the business and give us ideas. And so I had all these studies from 2016, 2017, 2018. I've always kept journals. So I was rereading all that stuff, I was reading emails, and and I started identifying some key mistakes that I had made. And so I started narrowing down those mistakes, you know, they were probably between 20 to 50, because mm-hmm. some are small, small, low impact mistakes, but some were big, high impact mistakes, which were about 10. Um, and then I and then I focused in on those ten and said which were the three things that broke yeah. us, right? Which I articulated before, and the purpose thing, you know, was the thing that I felt was number one. Like because we didn't have a purpose, yeah. um, and we didn't stand for anything, um, we, you know, we 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 were this, you know, gun that was could shoot, you know, hundred rounds a seconds, but to yeah. what? What mm, about we? Mm. Um, and then I came to the realization that for a company to have purpose, I must have a purpose. Hundred
0: percent, right? Hundred percent, yeah.
1: Right, exactly. And so then I started spending time thinking about what's my purpose, what's my reason for existence, mm. why am I here mm. on earth? Um, and it came down to five things, right? The first thing I am is a father, mm-hmm. right? I've got two kids. They didn't ask to come into this world. So I've got to make sure that I give them all the tools they need to survive mm-hmm. once they're mm-hmm. adults and they become good citizens of mm-hmm. the world. The second thing I am is a friend, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I love Warren Buffett's sort of uh, phrase for f- defining friendship. I want to be as good a friend as I want a friend to be as to mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? And basically that means I have your back to the death mm-hmm. right and because i want somebody to climb my back to okay. the death yeah right and then so friendship is key and i i sort of put wife and being husband rather as as a part of uh, just a different layer yeah, of friendship yeah, yeah. because uh, that this is my best friend yeah. this is somebody i've committed using to friendship in the broadest way. term
0: relationship and friendship yeah 100 yes. percent.
1: yeah yeah so, so, being a good husband and friend was the second thing I am, right um the third thing I am is that I'm a Kenyan mm-hmm. um and and the fourth thing is I'm an African, mm-hmm. so anything that I'm doing um needs to be about how do I make being an af- what 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 being how do I help Africa and Kenya be better? Mm-hmm. So at this point, I ask myself, what does that mm-hmm. mean mm-hmm. right? And that's when I came up with that thing of, I want Africa to be the most modern place by 2050. And I define modernity as um, three sort of uh, main things. So economically, Mm -hmm. right? And then uh, happiness, Mm -hmm. right? So that it's sort of, I call it well-being, so that we're not having those societal failures we're seeing in the West um, because of the, you know, you know certain extremes, but we have a wealthy society that is has you know mental well being, mm-hmm. um, and then the third thing was uh, the difference in lifestyle between the billionaire that I will mm-hmm. be um, and the, the not billionaire, and you know the extreme yeah, and, yeah is 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 not so great okay. in terms of um, lifestyle, okay. right? Um, I should want to walk on the streets because I feel yeah. safe because-
0: As opposed to, as opposed get to more already, money, bigger, the bigger the gate, the more the security, etc.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And there are societies that have achieved that. So that's how I define most modern society. And then the final thing is I'm an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And so um, entrepreneurship is about creating value And so I focused on creating value with fellow entrepreneurs. So all my games that I'll ever build will typically start with engaging a fellow entrepreneur as a partner and as a customer and then sort of tangentially pick everyone else over time, right? So my purpose is to build billion-dollar businesses that impact, help Africa and Kenya be the most modern place on earth Well, being a good friend, good dad, good husband. Okay. Okay. So I found my purpose. Mm. So because the purpose is so clear, the next step was, so what business are we building? Right? So very In fact, let me tell you a crazy story. And I don't know if you have time, but the friend family piece was the first thing I decided to solve for. Okay. So I put a ring on it. (laughs) Okay. Married my-
0: <laughs> you, you took a second wife then, is it?
1: Yes, <laughs> <laughs> took a first wife. Um, and, and, and I remember telling her at the beginning of the year 2021, I said, I'm marrying you on December 10th, 2021. And these are the reasons. I said, one, two, three. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, once you do that, you sort of now start the traditional stuff. And we started having issues because... Um, This family member hadn't done Mm. this. And we were not going to meet the deadline. It was going to be pushed to 2022. Mm. So on December 10th, man, so like two months before December 10th, when I realized this wasn't going to happen, I actually planned a 30-person wedding. Start to finish, invited the 30 people, including our Uh parents. And we got married at the attorney general's office. And then we had one of the nicest lunches, um, you know. My best friend came with his speaker and we played music from a playlist on Spotify and we all gave speeches and it was beautiful, uh, right?
0: Wow, wow. But it didn't have a thousand people. So so there were many people no. who were, who were, you know, are probably annoyed
1: at that, I would say. Yeah. No, no, the good thing was COVID happened. True, right? So you true, could use the true, COVID true, excuse, true, 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 true. right? But remember my mission, I've now got my purpose, I've got my yep. objective. And so this family... Mm friend this was very important to Mm -hmm. me because i wanted also my kids to know that they have you know a father and mother who are married stability and all of that yeah stability and all of that so my wife always makes fun of me because she now tells people this guy was getting married whether you guys liked it or (laughs) not right (laughs) and it's usually the other way around it's the girl yeah 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 but anyway yeah, yeah Then it was which business are we building? Yeah. And so it's very clear as if you listen to my purpose entrepreneur, mm-hmm. billion dollar business, long term, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So build value, create value. So January 2021, I started, we started a, business, a project X. Mm-hmm. And the first person I got on my team was a legal guy because I had realized. One of the things that made me slow was the fact that I do not have a legal background. I was not able to churn out contracts quickly. So I got on all my buddies, gave him shares, told him, we're gonna do a bunch of legal work. I won't be able to pay you for a year, but I'll give you equity Mm -hmm. instead. But if we're successful next year, I'll be paying you cash, a monthly retainer. And I said, you're taking a risk on me. I'm taking a risk on you. If this works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. He said yes. So, um, got a product specialist, um, a tech specialist, um, sat in a room uh, every first week of the month for a quarter, and we came up with different ideas. We were investigating the type of demographics that exist in Kenya, mm. the problem statements that exist for the different demographics. And so, we went through a bunch of stuff and landed on the Boda Boda rider.
0: Okay, okay,
1: okay. Yep. Once we figured that out, we brought someone in to start helping us think of what do we call this thing that would appeal to border border riders. Hmm. Um, and so another three months was spent with, um, I think probably the most talented, you know, like the lady who did Nike. Yeah. We have a, I, there's a lady called Stephanie Nyairo here in okay. Kenya who I think is is that person okay. in our generation. Okay. So she 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 basically spent time with us, understood what we were trying to achieve, and she came up with the name Oye. Mm. Now, Oye is a very cool name for Boda Bodas because Oye is a term of endearment. So if I see Andy walking on the street, I'll say, Oye.
0: Mm, Okay, okay. Right? And then you're okay. likely to turn. Yeah. Right. And
1: so we thought that's catchy, that's relevant, that's something that, you know, you know, the the, the stickability in the mind. Yeah is is there so we call the project OE. we now have a border border there are 2.4 million border border so we've got the billion we've got the route to the billion yeah, dollar business yeah. because we calculate if we sell a thousand shillings per month to two a million of them we're already at a billion shillings mm-hmm. a month right if we do that time 12 we're at 120 million dollars mm-hmm. a year that's potentially a billion-dollar business. Can,
0: can, can, right? can, can I can I ask this question? Can I ask this question? And I think it's good to, that you bring it out. Can I ask this question? What? So obviously, purpose was was one of the big things. And also, I love that you said you need to find a purpose, right? Because essentially, the the company is going to be, and I always like to say an avatar, right? It's going to be a representation of the founder, right? And then obviously, as long as the founder carries on you know, trying to hone in who he or she is then after and representing that and expressing that through the company, then after, you know, there you go. The company still has that value, that thing that that is linked to you. And obviously, and that helps with culture, build a new team, motivate, et cetera. Right. But so 100% got that. And, you know, I can talk narrative for days. But what I want to zoom in on is like, so you spoke, sw- you spoke about, uh, uh, uh um, there were there were the issues or there were things that you saw that happen in alternative circle your first business which then led you to, to 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 rectify, um things in your second business. So for example, legals you went and got, hey legals help held me back. I brought legals in. What other things? Right, like let's say if there were two things, and and I would say maybe, I pro- I'm probably leaning towards operationally. Or, but but also kind of entrepreneurially that that early early stage, if there were like two things maybe two two critical things however big or small that that made you because of your past experience made you go I'm gonna do this this time right because I think these are going to be critical to to this initial you know zero ideation to maybe first revenue or maybe launch like like yeah go into maybe some detail what were those because i think what's really critical is there are people as you know during covid and even before covid and stuff in the african tech space there are people who have who have closed businesses and maybe haven't necessarily backed themselves to go and start another one right um but we know because same thing with me um i mean unlike in marriage well i was going to say that normally the, the more marriages you have the, the The less likely it's going to succeed with business it's the opposite. The more businesses you have, right, the more likely your subsequent businesses are going to succeed but they're only going to succeed if you are um intentional and if you're learning document and you learn from 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 the mistakes because actually the mistakes in businesses they're going to happen, so they're good. Let's get those mistakes a bit so so yeah what what you know if 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 you if you zoom in on, you found that okay oh yeah got it, we got what we're going to do like what? Key kind of critical things, maybe as well as hiring a lawyer, what key critical things did you did you do in the first x period of time pre revenue maybe even pre launch to try to set yourselves up for 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 success if that makes sense?
1: so I started talking about it man mm, okay. that's one thing I also started doing so um building in so we realized we've gotta build in stealth while building profile,
0: okay, okay, okay.
1: Yeah. So we, we we started talking about how we're working with border mm-hmm. borders and we our targets are million border okay. borders and we're running pilots and, all over and the talking place.
0: to who? Yeah are you talking about talking to VCs, talking to so, yeah. so the the
1: thing is because now I had built a profile as Kevin and as an industry yep. leader, I would be called into sort of round tables, I'd be called in to do press interviews. And so I'd always make sure I mention how I now work with Oye mm. and I'm working with Boda Borders, mm. right? And so there, there's one interview that did so well. I think it got like seventy, eighty thousand 80,000 views on okay. YouTube. Um, and one of my guys was like, when he listened to the interview, he was like, man, I don't know if you should have talked about Oye and the pilots because genuinely the pilots were in planning phase. We hadn't started uh... the pilots. We literally... Had just done the finishing of the planning Mm -hmm. on what date, you know, what was gonna look like, but then I told him I I disagree because the pilots have begun. We know we're going to do the pilots. This was too big an opportunity not to have Mm OA captured in this moment, Mm -hmm. and this is the type of moment that creates the momentum, right? So I and I was telling Mm -hmm. him I didn't I didn't say what we do because we don't know what we do, but what I did say. This is the demographic, yeah. and we're in digital financial services, yeah. and we're running pilots. So, 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 yeah. so,
0: I want to just pause you there because that is. So, I remember speaking to somebody at one point. This is uh, This is actually this guy was a, a journalist. Um, um, he's in the UK. He's, he's um, Ghanaian origin, and one of the things he said is, what we tend to do, and 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 I agree with him. I agree with him. This is what he said. It's quite an African thing to go. You know what. Kevin, for your parents, for like, Kevin, no, 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 no. don't worry about other people. You just do what you're doing, you know, in silence. You stay there, do your own thing. When you're ready, you tell other people, right? But, but, but that's like, it, that is like the opposite of Silicon Valley. That is the opposite of, you know, U- UK tech. Like, like pretty much, it, it seems like a New blue- York. New York. It seems like a blueprint yeah. of what people have done is actually go and. Talk about it. And that might, it may not be so publicly. It may be, hey, I'm a tech, I'm a techie. I'm gonna go talk about it with all my friends and hobbyists. And and as they talk about it, right? Whilst they're building it, yes, there's the thing that some people say it helps other people keep me accountable, blah, blah, blah. I think the biggest thing is you're getting feedback, right? You're you're getting, you know, the right people asking these questions and testing the air. And you're actually early on getting what do people what about what I'm saying are people resonating with? And you're able to keep turning and yes. tweaking your message. But that's interesting. So you didn't do that with an alternative circle. You did that with this. No. So, so tell, me, yes. tell me what were a couple of things in just doing that action, yes, as well as publicity and otherwise, maybe what were a couple of things that, that you got from that exercise that maybe helped you know, pre-launch and, 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 and post-launch?
1: So, in Kenya, for example, local investors are very nervous mm. about uh, local startups yep. and startups in general, yep. right? And so, what started what, what this really helped us with, because we started talking about it strategically early on, there were feedback loops that were happening once we launched, mm. right? So, if somebody heard it on the radio or on the TV or read it in the newspaper or um well, somewhere i spoke and then you see a boda boda riding riding wearing a reflector yeah. written oh, yeah. oye like oh and then yeah, and then they get into another room and you know you're talking about boda bodas and then maybe oye comes up again that positive feedback gave a lot of my local investors the confidence mm. i get messages like um hey man um I see you're doing something new. Could you talk to me when you have some time? Mm. Right. Um, um, what else would I say? Like when the Boda Boda community, you know, when we now started approaching them a little bit more aggressively, because now we've had sort of acquisition targets, there was credibility in a sense, because you know if they did a quick check on online yeah, or they'll see there'll be some know, visibility
0: it's authority you're kind of building it, it's like authority yeah. for, especially for the investors right cuz visibility is authority right for investors and then i feel like with with the boda boda guys it's like it's still authority it's it's authority but it's more like um you know uh, 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 the fact that i see you in more places or you've come out of somebody else's mouth you must be credible because if you were if you were not credible if you were incredible then afterwards um I would even not see you or I would see you and pe- and you know do not trust these guys or otherwise right so it almost breeds familiar yeah. f- familiarity right that that thing and that's important mm. for
1: brand building 100% right? because there were two two other players who were trying to do a very similar tactic um, and they were ahead of us, mm. and so in fact, what we in the early days would be like, oh, you're like so and so, and I'd be like, no, 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 we're bigger than so and so, right? But we've not launched yet, mm. but so and so had launched, right? And so when the momentum started picking up, and now because we've gotten some serious momentum now since then, you know, we, you know, the validation of he told me we were going yeah. to be bigger than so and so, then, yeah yeah and now they are so there's also a bit of confidence building with the mark sort of the ecosystem in a sense
0: you 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 basically you say something then somebody goes "Hmm, that's interesting sure three months six months later you've reached there it makes them feel like you're credible all right extra credible because actually you said you were going there and as opposed to Hi, I've never heard of you before, but I've got like a you know a business that's maybe doing well. Maybe it's doing one hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, three hundred thousand dollars. But it's like, okay, hold on, I, we just met. You know, let's not jump into bed yet. No. Let's let's have a conversation. Let's see. No. Da, da, da. So you're far one hundred percent, and 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 that is something that essentially. I mean, yes, you necessarily didn't do with Turn Circle, but but why do you think? Why do you think? That's not something. We do because I think that you know, or, or why do you think it's not commonly practiced? Maybe because I think I think a part of me feels like there's lots of people who say, and I'm always combating certain people when when they look at, um, I mean, let me be extreme. Fire festival, you heard that that the the fire festival on Netflix, right? And obviously he spoke too early, and obviously then spoke fraudulently, right? But I, you know, is there some aversion in your opinion to you know, oh, when you speak too much, it means it's it, it almost means it's false or you know like th- th- do you think people think speaking and action are two mutually exclusive things if you're acting you can't be speaking and if you're speaking you can't be acting i don't know like, like what, what do you think
1: i mean i'll speak from the kenyan context please, please this do. is something i've thought about so the first thing i think um is the problem is we've got a confidence issue mm. right and, and we've got a low trust issue so the the price for failure okay, is high. Is high. And right, so you don't want to put yourself in positions where you could be deemed as a failure, mm. right? Um, and so the natural reaction to that type of, that's your frame of thinking, is if you're building something and it's not yet successful, don't talk about yeah. it.
0: Wait till it's successful. Right? and then talk Before, about it yeah uh,
1: because your frame of mind is you 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 can only come out and pump your chest yeah. or even talk about what you're doing mm-hmm. once you're successful because if it doesn't work then you have failed mm-hmm. therefore I am um, lower in society yeah. or I'm um, just a big failure so, mm-hmm. so
0: so 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 yeah. so here's here's the, and I 100% agree with you in that right but here's the question I have and maybe here's something maybe to say to if, maybe for people to to glean from this you so so we started this conversation and you said alternative circle you used the word i wouldn't have used it um i mean i i use it but i wouldn't have used it to say to somebody else i'd use it for myself but you use the word for yourself alternative circle failed right so so for somebody let's say a society or, or, or a general kind of culture that is afraid of failure um just just that statement is, is ter- can turn people in, right, into a shell of themselves, right? So, like, you, you as you said, failed, but then after what you then did for your second business is, I mean, surely that would mean that you should double, you know, if whatever you spoke about last time, the fact that you failed, now really shut up and just build and wait till you do something else. So why, why did you almost, yeah, why did you do what, what inside you helped you to do the complete opposite, right? And maybe embrace that failure.
1: So the first thing is experience. Mm. I have seen the power of people just being top of mind, mm. Mm. right? It makes life quicker through this muddy waters that we call entrepreneurship. Yeah. So by saying I'm Boda Boda and my digital financial services, insurance companies would call us, Lenders will call us, you know, because they had it somewhere. Mm-hmm. That's that's creating pipeline. Mm-hmm. So I'd already seen I'd already seen the power of that before because I've been an entrepreneur for a pretty long time. Mm-hmm. The second thing is the story, right? Um, my my legal friend, who's now my business partner and I, um I'll, we have an objective to write a book. Okay. And so we actually drafted like 150 pages of the pre-Oye era. Mm-hmm. And anyone who read it said, this is a great start to a story. Okay, And i are like, no, but it's done. You know, like, you know, they're like, no, it's incomplete. Mm-hmm. Because what you need is a hero's journey. Mm-hmm. Right? That's usually the arc of stories yeah. that really resonate with a human 100%. being. And so... Talking about our failure is is part of being a good Kenyan and being a good African, because I'm I'm basically allowing other people to feel comfortable with failing, mm-hmm. and talking about failure when they're with me, yeah. Or if they, or, or just saying that you know if when we are successful with OE because we will be, um, that journey is going to inspire yeah. a large contingent of those people who come up from that frame of mind we were speaking mm-hmm. about so that's the intentionality there i want these days i i even yesterday I, I, in fact the reason we had to change this thing the the yeah. session was i got invited to meet queen maxima of Nether. okay right and stupid old kevin thought i could do two things in the morning like I'm the one in control of the yeah. situation, you know, the queen. not the
0: queens is good. exactly. You say, oh, one second, I'm just doing this." And 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 by the way, was was this was this um, engagement helped by a mutual friend of ours? You know who I'm talking about? Oh no. Oh okay, no, okay. no!
1: This was more about uh, um the financial inclusion role I play as chairman okay. of the okay. industry, and so they had a stakeholder engagement session. Okay. Anyway. There were people that we've known of each other through letters Mm -hmm. and just because of my role, but they didn't know who Kevin was. And so, one person who's a regulator, she leads a regulator regulatory body here, you know. So I I walk in with my reflector jackets for such types of meetings because this is perfect, great brand positioning. to ask me what is this OE exactly. thing? Why are you and how can you me be me wearing, wearing that jacket? at such an esteemed occasion, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So she came and she asked me to had the purpose I intended it to have, you know, she came and asked me, what's this about? I said, you know, my I'm not just a chairman, I'm actually my I'm an entrepreneur. Mm. And this is the business I'm building. This is where my heart is. Mm. Um and she asked me how, tell me a bit about yourself and I said you know you guys changed the law in 2020 and my business collapsed. Mm and um, and that's how these days i i tell the story because then they see the reflected jacket yeah, yeah. then they hear some of the wins we have and if you had a perception of me because a lot of people because of how kenya is structured have this sense of who i am because of how i talk mm-hmm. or the background mm-hmm. i've had it suddenly shifts you to think oh my god this guy is actually a human mm-hmm. being you know, he's, He's, he's actually trying to achieve um, a, a, a much larger purpose than mm. him, right? Um, um, the 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 guy's an entrepreneur. Yeah. He's not because a lot of people know me as chairman yeah. of the industry. A, a,
0: a lot of people. people cool. you, see, you see, the thing is, you're good at speaking as well, right? And the, and and mm. and the, and the mm. sad thing is, I was having this conversation with somebody else before, and is is actually a lot of people are speaking. Right. And actually, we know a lot of people might 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 start a company, whether it be in the in the US, in Kenya, in Singapore, fail at the company, but maybe see these positions of being chairman of the board, being what do you call it? And just go, you know what, actually, you know, let's not start again. Let me become a speaker and a writer
1: and an mm. orator.
0: Right. And bro, like people will pay you to talk and you can, you know, you you go and you meet enough people, you do what have you. But instead, you're 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 still talking. You're. But but you're using that communication, your your prowess to go, well, I'm starting a new company because of, you know, what I want to do. I actually want to be active in the, what do you call it? But actually I'm going to now use this and start to tell my story. And I really love what you're doing with this. I wear the reflector jacket. Who's Who Who would, I mean, imagine wearing a reflector jacket to Buckingham Palace when, you know, or something like that and you're getting knighthood. It's... So I'm doing yeah. it next to
1: the king and queen are here. Exactly. Exactly.
0: And then it's like, hold on, but like, what? And then it's like, yeah, well, you know, um. Obviously, it's gonna cause a. Con- you know, somebody's gonna ask a question, and then after it's obviously, hey, thank you for asking that. Let me tell you the story. And there's nothing more powerful. He said, "Hero's journey." Like I was there, and, I've, and I and I dipped down. The arc went down, right? And then he started having to, you know, had to go and consolidate and find himself, and da 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 And then after this, he goes, "Hey, you know what? He got the confidence, and here's a new ray of light, and he starts on the upward. You know what we hope to be the upward, the upward arc, right? And people want." at the very least, to follow that journey, right? At the very yeah. least. But you know, even better yeah. than that is, I wanna support that journey, right? In a way I can, exactly. with my time, exactly. with my money and otherwise. And, and, and what, what I wanna ask here with all this line is this, um, and I know this is quite a black and white question, and I know you're not gonna answer it so binary, but answer it how you will. What do you think is more important to, you know, in this second venture, right, this this rebirth, as you're as you're building Oye now in light of alternative circle. And feel free to answer this differently if you want to as well. But what do you think is more important? This story that you are you were speaking about even before things started, or the product? I think they're equally
1: important. Okay. I think the product is 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 as a result of the story, mm. and the story only gets better if the product gets better.
0: Okay, okay. Right. Go go on. On. I'll give you my take after. Go on, go right. on.
1: Because what's the purpose of the story? The purpose of the story is very clearly defined. We want to build a billion-dollar business that solves real-world problems, and intersects and helps entrepreneurs do better at what they mm-hmm. do right what's the problem the product is exactly mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. right so they're, they're they're one they're intertwined part of part of the product is the story uh,
0: so i agree with that okay let me ask it this way right so when you say we want to build in a sense we want to build a billion dollar business right when you say that solves problems helps kenyans when you say that it, it almost massages that billion dollar. Because if you just said, I want to build a billion dollar business, some people just go, oh, gosh, what a, you know, beep word, et cetera. He just wants to be rich, right? And it, and I bet you, if he builds a billion dollar business, he's just going to go and buy all this stuff and crash Ferraris, right? But when you say that helps, what do you call it? Some people might go, ah. Oh, he wants to solve a billion dollar business that is solving a challenge in Kenya. Obviously I've got perceptions of Kenya and perception of Africa. He probably wants it to be a really deep and fundamental business that, that grows and scales to help yes. so many people that it necessarily becomes worth a billion dollars, right? So so actually within exactly. that, there is the theme of that story is development, its growth, its impact. I could probably pick out one word, but what have you, right? And then also now you humanize it a lot. Billion dollar, okay. Is he coming in with you know, uh, some you know head to toe with diamonds? No, he's got you know he's he's literally saying he's trying to solve problems because he's got the oh yeah, jacket, a reflector jacket where people think you know hard hat jacket like man at work, right? So so, but here's my question, right? If you let's say you killed the story and you you just didn't talk about the story, oh, what are you doing? doesn't matter. Here's the product, right? Versus if you just had the story and no product, what do you think would happen?
1: So on the product side, without the story, we would not have gotten the momentum we have. That's how we've been able to secure partnerships because they once the people once the person on the other side hears this is what we're trying to do, this is how we're doing it, this is where we've got to, we're like we're in. Yeah. Right. So the momentum we're building um is important to that product. And I'll give you a real life, real mm-hmm. world mm-hmm. example. Mm-hmm. Right. Most modern place by 2050. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Okay. So we've got 2.4 million. Petrol bikes, mm-hmm. right? Who do you think they thought about when they thought about electric two-wheeler mobility? Oh yeah, right. It's the guys exactly. It's the guys mm-hmm. that are trying to build a modern place, right? So mm-hmm. the guys building a modern place. But you know you're proving my be- point.
0: You know you're proving my point, right? And let me put it this way: you, 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 sorry to interrupt. You're proving my point because. Basically, let's put it this way. With, if you didn't have the product, so when you didn't have the product and you led with the story, right, you get attention, right? What does a product need to be successful? Attention, which then converts to sales, right? So this brings yeah. attention, right? Now, um, um, uh, 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 um, alter- you know, w- when you now say, okay, um, but, and again, the story frames oh yeah so so there's a couple of things i'll say story brings attention which obviously in the end, is the amen right now the story as you can show there when somebody goes oh yeah it might be the people who bring in electric f- bikes the story is independent of any one product the story does not need one specific product right no. right it can be one to many right but the story is what enables you like if you know as you continue going along, you now bring out a particular product, right? Which might which fits into the story. Now, here's probably reason why I think and I'll just put my thing. I think the story is more important than the product. Anyone you hire can make the product, but only the founder can make the story.
1: Yeah, I see your point as well. Right, and that's and that's the if that's Apple. Yeah. You
0: see, imagine you're going to a VC. It's like, hey, 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 I'm going to do X, Y, Z, da, 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 And what do you call it? I'm going to hire some people to make the product, da, 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 But here's the idea, what have you. And here's, you know, and obviously they won't necessarily say, what's the story? Some people might, hopefully. But let's say you're selling it. Story, vision, everything, da, 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 da. And by the way, we need however much from you to hire developers to build this product. Oh, sure. Makes sense, Kevin. Let's do it, right? But then now flip it around hi, I'm a I'm a tech, what do you call it, et cetera. I'm looking for an idea or something to build. But if you give me money, I think I'll find somebody who's got an idea and that person will be able to tell me what to build. And I think, I mean, it's like, no. You always invest in the person with the idea, the story and the vision, right? And then afterwards yeah. you say, yeah. can do you back the person to bring that vision to reality? Right? So, So I love it because... Because for me, for me, when you talk about alternative circles to this, when you talk about purpose was missing, and other things were missing as well, I bet you if now with Oye, if God forbid there's another pandemic or something that, that causes a massive shock to Oye's current proposition, right? If there are enough people that love it, if it's brought in enough attention, right? What you'll be able to do is go, all right, in this particular, in this particular moment now, right? In this cultural moment with the things that are there, What's the best expression through a product
1: exactly. of oil?
0: And you go to that yeah. and everyone goes, Oh, we love you anyway, da, da da. Boom. Right? Boom. But if you've got a product yeah. and no vision, no story, but hey guys, this is a great product. It's a great product in this context. That context falls falls apart because of a pandemic, or what have you, okay? You can't pivot, you can't what do you call it. You try to, you know, resuscitate the product as much as possible. There's no demand, the company goes under.
1: No, you've articulated. You've articulated uh, alternative circle. The difference between a turtle and yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you said yeah. it. I'm just. Uh, I'm just and,
0: regurgitating what you said. Yeah.
1: No, but you've. I mean, you've captured exactly how it looks in my mm. mind, right? And yeah. So yeah.
0: Um, I. 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 Here's my. And I definitely want to. You know, kind of ask you. You know, obviously how people can follow you and otherwise. But but I guess here's my last question. Because I think for sure this has definitely turned into, um, as opposed to anything, I think it's turned into something that's actually more important, which is a a um, a podcast about actually how to fail well, right? And from that failure, move into um, position yourself for success, right? And and that is something that I think is very important. Um, I think Silicon Valley is built on that. Silicon Valley is built off several people who have failed and want to go and do something again. And then after what happens is you just get loads of experience. You 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 heal the scar tissue, and you know the muscle grows back or bones are back twice as strong. And boom, you're able to execute. And that's why there's a pool of people who have the experience who know that you know what, an entrepreneurship is really really tough. So when they're intentionally going into another startup, whether as a first or second hire, or whether they're entrepreneur in residence in it in, with a VC, or whether they're going, hey, I'm going to found the journey again. I'm not saying they know exactly what they're going to go through, but they know what they're not going to go through, which is it's not going to be it's not going to be a, a walk in the park, right? So they can almost like harness themselves, gird themselves and go, you know, what? this will not last time, make quicker decisions and know things that went not right. So, so, you know, for me, I think the power of what you're saying here is we need More people look. People are going to fail. Large company, small company, whether they got a hundred k behind them, a million behind them, or otherwise, we're hearing of people who are failing now, from big numbers of investment to eighty-six million dollars, man, to nobody's ever heard of you, and you lived and died in your own basement, right? What I guess would you say? What 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 what? What would you? What encouragement or, or or what kind of thing would you say to somebody who has failed? Um, maybe they're freelancing maybe they're doing something else is maybe apprehensive of starting again. What would you say um what advice would you give, and what would you say the difference has been to you to some degree, or what would you say to that person broadly speaking? what would you say?
1: That's a very tough question to answer, and I'll tell you why um Failure has different reactions. People react to failure differently mm. and I feel there was a time when entrepreneurship was sexy. You know, yeah. they, they called it the romanticization <laughs> of entrepreneurship. <laughs> okay. I tell anyone who comes, you know, I get a lot of calls nowadays. And, and what I'm loving about my life experience today is because I started so young, um the people calling me are people I respect already, okay. right? Like it isn't, a younger yeah. guy coming to it. It's a, it's a guy who's senior somewhere at a bank or at a, one of the big four or something like that and saying, Hey, Kevin, I want to be an entrepreneur. What your two cents for yeah. me. And I take that with a lot of responsibility because I know that these people typically have children, yep. you know, they've got, they've got a mortgage. Yep. Yeah. You know, you've got kids in school. Um. And so the first thing i usually say is this thing called entrepreneurship is the hardest job in the whole wide world mm. like do not have any misconceptions that you're entering an environment that you can control mm. in fact it's learning to know that you cannot control the environment
0: <laughs> <This> guys preaching <laughs> preaching a sermon here oh my gosh i agree yeah
1: Right. Mm. Um, because I'll give you an example. I'm a lawyer. Mm. I've been working for the biggest law firm in Kenya, or I'm an in-house legal counsel at one of the largest businesses in the country. Mm. And of course, I've got the network, I've got I've got the experience, you know, you've done crazy things. Um the pedigree. And so now the pedigree, you've gone to the right schools, you've got the right experience. Then you jump into the other yeah. side. It hits people really quickly that you used to have an assistant. Mm. So there's a lot of admin stuff yeah. Yeah. right, that used to be catered for you. And people don't know that admin can take 50% of your time. Right? Easy, mm. easy, easy. And when you're a small business, you're trying to manage costs. So you really have got to balance how you allocate your time, money as resources. Mm-hmm. And so admin like that thing I've seen it firsthand where people get shocked by the amount of admin. Yeah. That and that's the, easiest, yeah, that's that's the that's easy.
0: that's
1: not even the one. business, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's the easy part. Customer acquisition. So yeah, you've got the network, mm. but that network has never worked with ND and associates 100%. before. It was working with large corp, uh-huh. large lawyer, large legal firm. Right. So, why? So, you could be the brain, Mm. but a large legal firm just replaced you with somebody a bit maybe newer, Mm. maybe less experienced, but they'll catch up. Right. They'll catch up. Right. This a lot of stuff we do is not rocket science. And even if it's rocket science, there's another rocket scientist behind, right, who wants to do the job. So, customer acquisition is hard. And then product right what's your product what what are you about so the the piece of advice i always give people is um first find your purpose yeah and i know it sounds insane but your purpose doesn't have to be as crazy as mine Mm. right that's me who put that on myself Mm. your purpose can be a good dad your purpose can be to be the best lawyer at at a at a at a business so the other day my wife went through something very interesting and I told her, Use the process. And she said, I want to get this type of job because this is the kind of stuff I like doing. And these are the kinds of people who do this kind of stuff. And mm. right? I don't want to say it because where she works is quite sensitive sure, sure. now. But um, she got the job, man. Okay. She took a six-month break. Yeah. Three months later, she started, I mean, six months in, started looking for work in that specific. The mm-hmm. domain that she wanted mm-hmm. and she started looking for roles very specific to what she wanted to do and it took a little bit of time and then she found it it was a rigorous interviewing process and then she got the job mm. but it's exactly what she manifested she she first asked herself what do i yeah
0: want? And
1: then how do what and what's my purpose and then percent, you get you start yeah, so if you fail, I'm not telling you start another yes. business. Very, In fact, mm. right? I'm never going to tell you that. There's only one guy and he knows himself. Mm. His name is Ivan Bohr. I keep telling him because he's the, I think he's a shark. He's the only guy I've ever told. You're the only guy I don't understand why you're working for anyone. You could build your own billion dollar mm. business faster than I'll ever do it because you're sharper, smarter, more connected by a mile. So he's the only guy I've ever told in my life. And that's why I'm being so frank, because yeah. a lot of people haven't really thought about um, what their purpose yeah. is, haven't really understood what entrepreneurship is. The difference with my friend is that he's been an entrepreneur, succeeded, he's been an entrepreneur and failed. Yeah. He's been a leader you know, in business and done very well. So I know what he's capable mm. of and that's why the difference in that particular instance but most times it's what i just so said.
0: so so i i i really like and i think even part of of thinking i i think what happened is i asked you a question and you reframed it and i love that which is obviously why this podcast is called reframed what i got from you and and if this is correct i agree i agree to two hundred percent that the 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 just one hundred percent is this that actually um the, mo- the the most important thing is not um, which business am I going to found am I going to found how did I deal with that failure um, what am I going to do next necessarily the most important thing is sitting down and taking stock and reflecting and saying who am I what am I good at what do I want to do what gets me up in the morning what am I passionate about what do I want to make my purpose and that purpose once you sit down and reflect on that that purpose might lead you to work in a company it might lead you to you know do something that is in the charity sector right it might lead you to do something that yeah has very you know seemingly has very little pay and then after actually can you now turn that thing but it's it's almost and I love what you say because I agree with it because it is I personally believe that you know what we should be aiming to do is to figure out what it is we want to do, right? That thing where, you know, Confucius said, supposedly, if you find your passion, you never work a day in your life. But my thing is like, what is it that we 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 resonate with so strongly? And how does that align with our with our skill set, the thing that we are skilled for that? So that we can go and do that, whether it's within a company or outside of a company, and maximize the value. I don't want to say that in a very quantitative or transactional way, but maximize um what we Whoa. do, the value we bring to others, right? As well as the enjoyment we get out of it. Right. Whether we're doing admin, we're doing admin because we know why we're doing admin and otherwise. And I think you're right. There's, you know, it, the the romanticization of startups makes people think, no, what I want to do is I want to go back to, I want to go back to YC or I want to go and find a VC. I want to have the badge that says, you know, Series B, 50 million round evaluations, what do you call it? And and, you know, if that I genuinely don't think that people are actually driven by money. I really don't. I think that I think that money is a symptom of something else, which might be, you know, you are trying to validate yourself somewhere or, or otherwise. But I think even in that I um, 100% agree, go and take stock, figure out if you want to be, you know, figure out what it is you want to do, and then figure out maybe at that time, what's the best vehicle for that thing? Entrepreneurship, you know, founding something, working internally, going there, going there. So I do, I, I love the reframing of it. And and I think actually, it is actually literally what you described at the start. It's like, how did you go from alternative circle to Oye? well in between i said okay what went yeah. wrong then i said there was no purpose figured out a purpose that purpose was very holistic which also made, led you to go and you know um almost shotgun wedding shotgun wedding your wife it looks like <laughs> but it was something that then led to you <laughs> <a good> <laughs> i hope so <laughs> Well, well. Let's say she walked down the aisle, handcuffed. I'm joking. Yes. You know, she's, she's here. still here. <laughs> she's still here, exactly. You know, locked up. somewhere, I'm joking. No, she. So, but but but. I I I think I think that's great, and I think that you know the funny thing is the simplest advice. You know, the real thing that we need to do, and I'll kind of end here. At least my statement. The real thing I find that we need to actually do in our lives is really, 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 really simple. But the simplest things that essentially require us to challenge ourselves or be introspective are actually the hardest things to do. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, it's, and I have a whole thing about it. Um, I wrote about it and published some articles because the writing really helped me express myself. Mm. Um, And also um, I found it very therapeutic. So, if you'll allow me, I'll give you the 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 the, the my formula, okay. right? It's ego bias fear. Okay. You've got to know your ego, right? And I, I describe ego as that that voice in the head that tells you you can't mm-hmm. do, and then when you do it, it wants you to tell the world. It tells you that you're the only yeah, one who yeah, can, yeah. right? Right. And so I I tell people of uh, my experience with ego is that. It's a tool. Understand how your ego works, and then play to your advantage rather than playing it to your disadvantage, mm. right? And 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 the example I give is Michael Jordan because I'm you know I'm a huge fan of basketball. Mm. In fact, as I was waiting, I was trying to waiting for this time so that I was watching highlights of Wemby and uh, okay um, oh, Steph Curry. Fine,
0: fine. yeah.
1: Anyway, um, Michael Jordan had a way of switching it on and off. You know, you'd be in a game and then Andy tells him, you're useless. And he says, huh, "Yeah, I'm gonna I'm use that, that personally. insult. Yeah, I'm gonna to, use that. am taking that personally and I'm scoring 60 points on yeah. you. And then at the end of the game, he smiles back, but he knows he, it was a real genuine emotion that you created within him. And he knows how his ego works. So it gave him that little extra push, mm. right? that's using it to your advantage using it to your disadvantage is losing that your temper because you feel that you've been you know small or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. right and because the, the emotion is real you can't deny exactly. the emotion and the feeling second thing is bias yeah. bias is the programming that you have you we are all programmed if you grow up black if you're muslim if you're christian if you're hindu um, if you're Kenyan, if you're Ugandan, there's just a way your world is framed mm-hmm. and it's important to understand that framing. And the, the the problem with bias is the the easiest way to understand your bias is traveling, mm. right? Um, you know this because you've traveled yeah. a, a little yeah. bit. You know, you go to Southeast Asia, you see something, you're like, mm. yeah. and you go to South America. Mm, we don't do it like that. That's you go different places yeah. like, that's interesting and then you realize we're all trying to achieve the same objective it's just we all took these different paths and a lot of things sometimes are similar and a lot of things sometimes are different sometimes they're even extremes of each other but that's programming so knowing your biases and how they affect you and how you make decisions and how it makes you feel um is important for reflection so that when you're reflecting you're not falling into the trap of bias. You're actually thinking through, you know, why is this like that, right? Mm. And then fear. Mm. So when I was studying for fear and reading books around fear, what shocked me the most, Andy, was it's it's evolutionary. Okay. Fear exists so that you can protect yourself because if you think about the evolution of man at some point we were in the jungle foraging and that fear one give 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 you an alertness mm. so that you knew how to react mm. right so it sort of gave you give you that sense of danger yeah. this danger yeah, yeah. watch right? out be alert that's important for survival mm. yeah that's important for survival now so that to so don't ever make that the feeling of fear never ever make it small Fear is one of those really good instincts you must learn to nurture and hold. Mm. but the the thing with fear is that it has a side effect that is crippling mm. right so there's standing freeze because now you're scared what you need to learn is understand why you are scared and then make the move yeah. right so you've really and that, that's important because Half the uh, ninety percent of startups aren't started Mm. because people fear the failure. But have they really asked themselves why do they fear the failure? Mm. And once you unpack that, because potentially your idea is a good idea, um, and you you maybe you have the capital, you have all the resources, but now the last thing is just execution, and you're just scared. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So once, so my point was use understand those three aspects of self and then when you're reflecting about a failure Mm. right those those three things you should be very aware of your ego biases and fear when reflecting and you'll find that your reflection process is more uh, you get to a better conclusion and understanding of self that Mm. way and then finally you never fully understand yourself like it's a continuous 100%, 100%, journey of self understanding. Yeah. And so n- n- and that's ego. Never ever let yourself think that you know yeah, yourself you've so arrived. Well. They know in, in
0: any way. You've never <laughs> no. arrived. You're always trying to arrive or arrive. Never in... you never yeah, will. <laughs> exactly. Bro, yes. bro. Look, bro, yes. I appreciate it. hundred percent appreciate you jumping on as always. Dude, we could do a podcast for ten hours and I think there'd still be value in, in the convo. But um but no tell us because i go, there's going to be some people who are going to want to follow your journey with oye What's you know obviously we'll put all the handles and everything down but like yeah what's the how can they follow the journey you know what do you, do you want to say anything you aim to do in the next 6 months and how can they follow the journey
1: so i always want to say what I want to achieve in the next 6 sure. months so um we're building the future right so we're, we're going into the electric Two-wheeler space, okay. um, and so we are sort of piloting a thousand bikes and trying to figure out the right model. Um, we consider this very important work because they say there might be five million bikes in my country, Kenya, um, by 2030, and up to five hundred million bikes in the Buda Buda belt, which is Senegal. You know that whole mm. straight line. If you draw a straight line from Senegal and Namibia. Mm and go towards East Africa, that's sort of the border, okay. border belt. Um, and so the work we're going to do if we are successful is going to help scale the transition from the petrol dirty energy bike into the clean bike. Mm. So we're very excited about that. Um, we're also expanding across the country with our partnerships. Mm. Um, the pilots are over, so we've gotten the green lights to move. And so um, if you're in Kenya, you'll start seeing us in. Places across Kenya and more in Nairobi. Mm. I'm very excited about that. And so we're fundraising. Um, um, we're doing a million dollars. We've already secured our 200k it's in the bank, so there's a balance of 800k, um, and we're now just taking that. We're ramping up that those conversations now. Um, what was the other point? Yeah, how I can they follow the show? You know? so are Where you guys on? Yeah, Twitter,
0: Instagram. What do you guys? What do you guys do?
1: So we're everywhere. Yeah. Um, at the moment, it's Kevin Mutiso. Okay. Um, because we really didn't know what our persona was as OE yeah. on social media because of our audience. Yeah. And so, if you follow me, Kevin Mutiso on Twitter, Kevin Mutiso on Instagram, Kevin Mutiso on LinkedIn, you'll be um, kept you I tell the story, yeah. and then at, when we're ready, which is actually this quarter, we're launching our new website, we're launching our social media strategy. Um, you could follow us then, and I'll put all that stuff Perfect. when, when yeah, that happens. show notes and stuff.
0: Bro, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. I think you're doing s- s- sick things, serious things. And I think that actually, yeah, that, that that journey um, that you've shared here, I think, yeah, I think, it's, I think people are going to find it interesting. I find it interesting. And I just say well done anyway with regards to, to where you are now, bro. So well done. Thank you for your time, bro.
1: Welcome.
0: If you like our content please write a review and share it with others to help us grow and to bring more interesting people on the journey with us to create brands for Africa